the DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And my name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And today we're talking about minute number 12 of Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, be that. Uh, this minute is going to start with the uh, mayor of Iceland. Uh, mayor of Iceland. The mayor of this Iceland. The mayor of village. Iceland. The mayor. The whole. The whole country. You said just, it. I've been. Uh, I've been trying to avoid it. I've been trying to avoid saying that by accident because I know he's not. <laughs> but, yeah, he's but, not. But he's. Uh, he's a mayor in Iceland. He's the mayor of our hearts. And you know what? He's the only mayor of Iceland that I know. So, by proxy, he's the mayor of Iceland. Could be um, right. He's telling Bruce Wayne to get out. Uh, and this minute is going to end with. Uh, Aquaman and Batman walking outside and having a little bit of a conversation. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a, a little bit of a walk and talk, if you will. So we get the the the, the completed conversation of um, the Icelandic mayor uh, taking offense to to Bruce Wayne's kind of mystical tales of magical man men from the water, and. Um, it's a correct response. I mean, especially to this stranger and, and what we were saying yesterday, that they're trying to protect uh, the Aquaman. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, like he just says it with such gusto. It's just, how, yeah, yeah, I, I really do enjoy the line of uh, we're poor, not stupid, get out. Like, that, it, it's, it's fun because it, that like makes me feel like everybody is grounded and yet... These heroes still are seen as mythical, godlike beings, um, but it's okay to throw up that facade of just, uh, yeah, no, we don't believe in uh, you know crazy magic from the water. Uh, it's just a good guy, you know. He's just a good guy trying to do the right thing. And I also really like that in this version of the movie, we really get to hear from the mayor uh, and really get to like, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's because we're doing it in the minute by minute format, but the mayor is a little bit more iconic to me now. Now that I've watched, the, I've seen the movie many times. The mayor has a presence in this scene. It doesn't just feel like Aquaman and Bruce Wayne. Excuse me, Batman. It doesn't sound like Aquaman and Batman having a conversation with just a room full of people, it feels like the people are being represented by the mayor. So they feel more there and present than the uh, 2017 version, which the room is filled there. And the, the laugh that happens in yesterday's minute happens because the mayor starts laughing because he finds Batman to be ridiculous with his presence and his claims and and what he's doing here um he invokes the rest of the village to laugh at batman whereas in the 2017 version it's aquaman who makes the joke about the twenty five thousand american dollars in which Mm -hmm. aquaman in the 2017 version there was a reshoot that includes him saying i think he'll give us the money anyways uh which is kind of funny we'll get to it but uh, that makes it seem like it's just Batman and Aquaman having this conversation, uh, and they've cut out they've cut out all of the mayor 
dialogue. I believe in. I, be- I think they cut out all the dialogue. I think he's still sitting on a chair. He's still there. He's he laughs, but he doesn't have any speaking lines in in the 2017 version. No, it does get a good close up though. I mean, it shows him. Yeah, it does give him some screen time, but it, we still get old man. We still get the old close-up. man. <laughs> we still get the old man. I don't know all who right, he is. We gotta have one old man. We gotta have all. No, he's got speaking lines. What does he say in the 2017 um, version? What does he say? He's still speaking Icelandic. It's just oh. a different part. It's nothing that we've heard in this version. It's it's different. So I don't know if it's a. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Hollywood the, magic, movie yeah, magic. They the, could change his voice and change the weight what he says. I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> the Icelandic uh, language. Which, by the way, you know that is like the hardest language ever. Icelandic. Yeah, I I saw a sixty minute. I'm gonna uh, stop saying one Icelandic. Time, and there was this one. Uh, man who was on the spectrum of autism, spectrum for aut- autistic spectrum, and but he was like this really, really smart mofo, and he learned like the entire Icelandic language in like a week or something. Maybe I'm giving him less credit than he deserves, but like I think he you're like learned him it way more like, credit. Yeah, no. <laughs> and there was like a no, there not was like a big a thing week. about it. Not in a week. I'm yeah. telling you, there was a big thing about it. There was a whole thing. Like he saw colors, uh, or numbers as colors in his head. It was crazy. Like, like he wasn't allowed to like go to like the beach because he would have to count all the. Yeah, he'd have to count all the grains of sand and everything. It's like, yeah, no, I can't do this, things like that. But like, he learned Hughes the movie? Icelandic. No. <laughs> No, it was a 60-minute episode. This was years ago when I was a child. Listen, I can complete all my Duolingo assignments, but that doesn't mean I learned Japan and Japanese in one week. Oh, yeah, but this is, I'm telling you, he, like, learned Icelandic in, like, something. He, he also, can't go like, to the beach he's also start he was counting like, <laughs> the sand. Is that what he just told me? He would yeah. go to the beach and start counting the sand. All yeah. right, have a nice day. I'll pick you up when the sun goes down and you can't count No, anymore. that's the problem. You can't do that because it'll like make him go crazy. Uh, yeah, I think you he, just like, pick held up the record of last time. You I think st- he held the record of knowing the longest number of pi or something. Like he like, got the furthest of saying pi. You know what I mean? By memory. I mean, kudos, but... Boy, look him up. I, I don't know what the guy's name was, but uh, he was on a 60 Minutes episode. What are we talking about here? Iceland. That's what I'm saying. I'm so <laughs> lost now because I'm so captivated by this yeah. uh, this real life superhero with this level 12 intelligence. He actually is probably, and, you know, and he probably could offer so much to the mathematicians and the mathematical world. He was. I'm pretty sure he was like a math guy and just like uber smart. Should have just let him count the sand. No No one would have stopped him. He'd still be there. He'd still be there. He'd still be there. Hey, who knows? Maybe he'd be doing us a service by counting all the sand. I'm I'm sure it helps somehow. You, what if we had to catalog all every grain of sand? What if we had to catalog? We would hire yeah. that guy. He would have the richest job in the world. That's every job security right too. there. Oh, you want to count every snowflake? Mm-hmm. Got to yeah, categorize Put that it. out there, too. I'm sure he'll do it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where to go from there. So let's... I don't know either where to go either. This is... Um, <laughs> the main thing that I want to address in this minute yes. is the... 
I guess it should, because it should be here in this minute, um, but it is in the 2017 version. I just don't know which minute it would be. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The whole, I hear you talk to fish in 2017, but then in which here, is a, it, it does is he a, say, oh no, he says, point me to Atlantis is what it is. Mm-hmm. And then he gets picked up and thrown. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a there's a lot that's different between these two scenes. What do you uh how do you feel what are your thoughts on the changing of dialogue does it change the tone of what's happening does it change the conversation between Batman and Aquaman does it make it more serious and not as lighthearted and not him like you know I mean obviously when I hear that it's just like another okay low jo- low low blow at Aquaman you know a little jab there in, mm-hmm. in the ribs like of course the dude's been a laughing character for 60 years or whatever but like is that what that is is that what you're feeling and then with at least uh this newer one it's more serious i don't know that's what you're that's what you're saying so that's what i'm saying what are you saying i think honestly this scene this particular scene i'm not going to go through the whole movie the whole both two movies and and compare the tone but this one right here this comparing these two scenes the tone isn't actually that much different sure the color correcting is different that's one of the big things people will notice between the two films is the color palettes have changed the base tan on bat base tan batman and everything uh about this village in the Zack snyder version has more neutral tones um and in the theatrical version there's a little bit more redness that pops out for the clothing that the Icelandic villagers are wearing and also Aquaman um, is a little bit more reddish brown in his skin tone for Jason Momoa. There's just a lot more of a red hue in the color correction. Um, but tonally, it's still pretty much the same. The biggest difference is that those few quips. And where in the theatrical version, which this is a Zack Snyder shot where he says, I heard you can talk to fish. We saw that in the very first sneak peek Comic-Con mm-hmm. look at Justice League back in 2016, I believe, or 2017. Yes. The movie was coming out later that year. So that would have been July, I think. Um, maybe it was 2016, uh, July. So anyways, that I hear you can talk to fish. That's a Zack Snyder uh, quip and they he takes that out of the Zack Snyder's Justice League version that we are watching today. I think the reason he takes it out is because there's already a quip that he does here in this minute, which is where he says, I don't think so in Icelandic. And that is a quip that, but it's in another language and there's subtitles. So they. It's also a little bit wittier and a lot more cool because it isn't a low jab to Aquaman. But for the theatrical version, they went with, they took out the part where he calls him out knowing Icelandic and they put in the, I hear you can talk to fish. Now that is a quip to end on and people will laugh at it because let's make fun of Aquaman. That's the only tonal shift not even the reshoots with the parademon stuff on the wall and the mother boxes that's still 
in the tone, it just in it just doesn't make sense because Aquaman does not care. Nobody really cares about that kind of stuff. And if you look closely at the mother boxes, the mural that's on the wall, there's uh, there's glyphs of Jason Momoa's Aquaman. Yeah. And it doesn't make <laughs> sense. It doesn't make sense that they would have any knowledge of any of that stuff. But obviously for the theatrical version, they, I don't know, it's a little bit weird because I've seen a lot of sci-fi movies where they have murals and stuff and it is supposed to be like a quick information transition of some sort. But normally people make a point of it. The I don't know, for some re- weird reason, I'm thinking of the 1974 movie Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla where they have like murals and stuff like that or even the 1992 Godzilla versus Mothra battle for Earth. There's murals, but they go into detail of, you know, why they're looking at that mural. What does it mean? And then in the movie, when that those prophecies come true, they pointed out like, oh, it's like that prophecy f- foretold that this would happen and that would happen. This so, movie has that mural and Bruce Wayne looks at it. Yeah. But he asks about it and then they never talk about it. They never yeah, get into exactly. details what that is or... Or why it was even in that Icelandic part. Like as if Atlantis it was a part of Iceland and this is like a remnant for... There's no... It makes no sense. Also, that mural would have been... Like the mother boxes are there, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> By just mural standpoint, those should have been like drawn and placed in there thousands of years ago to tell a story. Yeah. And then by that same thinking, like, okay, well, then the Aquaman stuff must have been an addition. That means they would have added the, added the whole, like, section of that wall that shows him there with his long hair and beard. So within the past at least 10 years of him, like, growing just in his life, mm-hmm. you know, he's not, like, a hundred, hundreds of years old. The dude's only, what, same age as Batman, 44 or something like that, 40s, early 40s, if not late 30s. Yeah, we'll do late thirties. We'll give him some. So, like that, leniency. Th- that 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 mural would have been at least like added to at least at least ten years ago. You I mean, know, it would be something if it was like uh, I hate keep bringing up these monster movies, but hey, it's me. You got to deal with me. Um, Kong Skull Island has these little storytelling murals in inside the uh, the Iwi Village, but those monuments have been there for a long time so if this was an icelandic village that just had some monolith in the town thing like oh yeah that monolith we we keep it safe here inside the town hall yeah that's fine because i understand that i understand that as you taking a very sacred rock and bringing it indoors and it has like this weathered look of it kind of thing um that would make sense but this is like chalk drawn on the town hall and it makes no sense that that would be written anytime soon on a modern building if there was like a cave that he found here in Iceland and then saw the mural there. That kind of makes sense. But really, the the mother box mural here doesn't really serve a purpose. It also shows that... The mother box, so like it, sh- <laughs> it shows the three mother boxes, two being on land and one underwater. And that didn't happen. Like the mother boxes were, Atlantis was on the ground. 
it was above it was on the surface before that it's just like they they went to the what when they had the mother box they were still surface dwellers yeah they were still on the surface it's just i guess like, maybe we'd have to look at the 2017 this is, this is version just a newer painting and then it obviously is like well do you clearly think- do you think they added Atlan and the other Atlanteans to be underwater in that scene? Maybe if we scrub back through the theatrical version, when he's putting the mother box on the on the pedestal, it shows it's it's water. They like CGI water in there, and they're like, okay, well now there's water. Now they're they're, they're underwater now. Possibly another cool thing, and I know we're not supposed to be talking about this, but in that 2017 movie, there's the the saving grace is that that little drawing with his little Aquaman character guy in there the mother boxes are defined with their markings the atlantean one has like the starfish or you know whatever symbol on the i don't mm-hmm. know how to express it, that kind of thing that that looking the one of man has the 12 oh the knights um, of the round twi- ni- the 12 knights yeah of the, the table yeah. around the table and then the uh amazon the one from themiscara does have the uh squares on the side so it's kind of cool it's that's accurate but Mm-hmm. it's goofy it doesn't matter i don't care just wanted to point out uh this i don't know why i guess because i think it's important to talk about it at some points I, I i think it's because it was the first trailer it was the first parts of justice league that we saw mm-hmm. from Zack snyder and then we were expecting so much and i guess more when we went to see 2017 and then when it was just flop house it's like oh well okay yeah, I, the the biggest tonal um there like I said, these two scenes aren't that different tonally. The other scenes between the two movies, yes, they do go very different. Um but this one is still very much the same. I think the only difference between the two versions is that the 2017 version made it a little bit more quippier, a little bit more snappier. And quips for laughs versus some of the quips that happen in this, which is more so cool quips. Like you can have quips that don't have to equal, hey, the audience needs to laugh now. Not everything has to be a laughter quip. You can do quips that are cool, like Batman saying, I don't think so, and Icelandic. And then everyone's more like, oh, he knows. That's like a, you know, like a tongue in cheek type quip. And so, that's like sometimes you can like no one's saying you can't make it fun or funny or jokes are bad. No one is ever saying that. I, I think that's stupid if anyone doesn't like jokes like that. But I think you can make things cool. You don't always have to make things um, grounded and dark and gritty. And you don't always have to make things funny and making fun of itself. You can make things just plain cool and like interesting characters that you really just think are badass and in some enjoyable entertaining way and batman saying i don't think so and then holding out the water money like some of those things don't have to be knee slappers they can just be cool quips um the other big difference in this town hall scene is that the exposition is just between aquaman and batman and there's no mayor in the 2017 version and this is what I was talking about yesterday, where the exposition is a back and forth kind of tug of war between Aquaman and Batman as they speak to each other in different languages. And then Aquaman is relaying information to the mayor and then the mayor is reacting in the situation. That's Zack Snyder's version. In the theatrical version, 
Batman says like all his dialogue with no one saying anything. Mm-hmm. Like he says, I'm not, I'm looking for this man. There's an attack coming. I need people now. I'll give you 25,000 to speak to this man right now. He says all those lines without Aquaman relaying the information to the mayor, without anyone saying anything. He just says his line, says his line, says his line, says his line. And that's what I'm talking about where it's like sometimes exposition can just be boring to listen to. Yep. And that's what the 2017 version is. It's just like, all right, Batman, say all your lines, so let's move on to the next scene. This Zack Snyder's version just makes it entertaining and, and it makes it tense with, you know, between Aquaman and the mayor and the village and the Batman. Like, it's just it's just more juicier to 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 dive into that kind of conversation. Um I th- I think it is funny. I think there's a missed opportunity here. Uh there is a reshoot of Aquaman saying, I think he will give us the money anyways. But in that version, Batman doesn't pull out the the money and give it to them anyways, which I think mm-hmm. is a missed opportunity. I think they should have kept that and, you know, leave out the talk to fish part. I think I think the making fun of Aquaman stuff, I think that was dumb way before Jason Momoa was casted, way before any of this stuff. I never got into the whole making fun of Aquaman stuff, even as a kid. I just thought, like, I don't know, he talks to fish. Seems pretty cool to me. Like, so whenever they're like, oh, I hear you talk to fish. Like, yeah, he talks to fish. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I don't know if I ever, like, got it as, like, a joke or a jab. Yeah. It's just like, okay, yeah, that's his power. He can control yeah. him, too. Like, uh, awesome. Yeah, exactly. Black Mantis cool, right? <laughs> yeah. It's, just, it's like, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's just Aquaman stuff. It was really just, like, watching, like, you know, those super friends and seeing Legion of Doom and being like, Oh, yeah, okay, so that's Aquaman's guy, okay. Just, like, really just knowing who the villains were and who the enemies were. Yeah. You know? But also, like, I guess when I watched Super Super Friends as a kid, um, everyone was goofy. So I don't know why Aquaman yeah. was any goofier than the rest of them. They all seemed exactly. goofy. <laughs> it was, I mean, even Batman and Robin were super goofy in that show. So it didn't... I never got Aquaman being the butt of jokes when literally everyone was was mm-hmm. was annoying and and fun at, at, in that show at the same time and then and we also had like space goes coast to coast as a kid and it's like that inherently was like a comedic pseudo talk show but like i didn't know he had his own like show kind of thing i was just like oh yeah oh, he's just I, a funny superhero guy no I, so like yeah. the the funny comedy from superheroes was just like yeah i guess it was a guy that sat behind the desk and you know had talked to people or whatever i don't know batman and superman super friends was just like cheesy i guess space ghost coast to coast threw me off as a kid because i i did watch space ghost and then seeing mm-hmm. that show i was like i have no idea what's going on oh, here okay yeah so i saw it. coast to coast before that I show was actually kind of cool space ghost the original show the original one yeah, yeah. it's it's pretty cool i i kind of i really enjoyed it as a kid but that was like i was i'm so into those hanna-barbera shows i think they have just the coolest soundboard at the time. They do have like, such good sounds, honestly. Like sound mixing and editing. I think yeah. they do all kinds. Like, especially the Aquaman Super Friends, like his little Aquaman talk to fish sound effect is like ingrained in everyone's mind. That's like the most notable sound you hear in that show. Um, and uh, and then also we have uh, Aquaman from the Justice League animated series, which is not to be laughed at because that man has a hook for no, an arm. But wasn't He's his very badass. Wasn't it just a very short arc 
in that show, that Aquaman, long-haired hook hand Aquaman. Doesn't he always have the hook hand? Or did no, he there leave? was the arc that he got the hook hand because Orm like took his son and uh, he like had to like cut his hand off because he like chained him to the ring of fire or something like that. Oh yeah, no, but for for the amount of Aquaman that's in the Justice League show and Justice League Unlimited, he is mm-hmm. still just a very cool character. Um, he's always yeah. been cool to me. He was like an adult. I thought at some point Jason Momoa here would, would get the hook arm. I feel mm. like that's a possibility. Especially, it's kind of interesting that Zack Snyder didn't do that for... Uh, like future? Yeah, for the for the nightmare stuff. That mm. They were like, oh yeah, we're going to give him the hook arm. It's like, that'd be a very Zack Snyder thing to do with Aquaman and people would love it. I'm sure that, like, I think when people think about or when they consider Zack Snyder's nightmare justice league future that we tend to think of like oh what's like what is it to think about like all the apocalypse and regime type injustice type characters and that's when you start to think of hook arm aquaman and god of war wonder woman and nightmare batman and broken cyborg minigun cyborg yeah and then you have armored flash like all kinds of cool stuff to consider listen Uh, we need to say right now that armored flash is just a earth 2 flash so people quit complaining about it like come on i don't think people read a book catch up to speed i don't think people are complaining i hope they're not complaining about it i've listened to things people complain about his little space costume and it's like oh, nah, you just gotta come on read a book so come on just do one google search yeah there's just, i mean yeah so there are and uh there's a little bit something different in the the theatrical version where he tries to add another but he tries to make it 30,000 if you could tell me about those boxes, which is not what gets Aquaman to throw him against the wall in Zack Snyder's version. That's where he says, I don't think so in Icelandic. And that's when he's like, oh, so you know, you've been toying with me this whole time. Now I'm pissed. Now I'm throwing you against the wall kind of thing. Instead of just being rude, just throwing him against the wall just because he's asking about the boxes and offering money and stuff like that. So uh-huh. very different reasons he throws him against the wall. And then it's also interesting to consider the, you know, this is a, another super being that, that Batman has to deal with. And it's different when you think about how he confronts Superman in Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice versus here where he's like, oh, it's another metahuman that I have to deal with, but I'm not going to talk down to this person or feel like he's a threat in any way he's very calm and composed and uh snarky and and but still friendly to him you know he's not gonna like threaten to kill him or anything because uh, like he did with with superman in the other film so it's just interesting to be like oh look here he is interacting with another metahuman and i really enjoy that um there's yeah but yeah there's then we get to the outside part this is where he says, like, the, you know, dressed up like a bat for 20 years. It worked there. And I don't think Aquaman says the shithole comment in the theatrical version. Am I correct? Where he um, says, I remember. Double check. No. Oh, yes. Yo, know, he does say it. <laughs> he does say that. Oh, okay. But then that's that's where he says, "Don't count on it, Batman." 
mm-hmm. which we'll find out the rest of that sentence tomorrow. I do love the look of this village. I like kind of like... He fits into it as well. Ooh, uh, Arthur or Jason Momoa? Yeah, Arthur, yeah. I really like the pressed stone. Like when they're walking along that building and they reach the corner, you can really see the different layers of rock in that wall. It's almost like there was multiple layers built on top of each other mm-hmm. or something like that. Like yeah. it, it all looks, I don't know how that's designed or how it's made. Cause normally when you think of modern day construction, it's like a solid layer of concrete, but this looks like different patches of rock have been put on top or maybe they filled in cracks with new cement or new stone. I really enjoy the look here. Uh, there's something kind of, cozy about the place i know it's very cold and wet and remote but it's also very like homey in a way like the building is a maybe it's my like my love for like rustic architecture but cool looking buildings i gotta say it's very lived in yeah is a good 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 phrase i mean it's a it's a tiny icelandic village looks like a looks like a nice place for a walk to be honest cold um yeah i think that's all i have for this one i don't know if you have anything to add nate um no i know i said it at the top of the minute that we were going to like talk about the differences in this minute but um there's i think a major difference that happens in tomorrow's minute that's like very irky oh yes i don't mean steve yes we're going we're gonna yeah there is i think tomorrow is the rest of this minute Mm-hmm. So we'll um, we'll stop there. We already talked about everything that happens within the town hall village. So we'll save the out, outside talk for for tomorrow's minute. Um, so we're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. If you guys enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minutes and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. You can join us to talk about today's minute. And we will catch you guys tomorrow for minute number 13 of Zack Snyder's Justice League.